I remember reading some of the books that there are some of the concepts like logics that was very uh, attractive to me. So um, probably that started uh, my future career in somehow I was not even aware of. This is Ling Long, a brilliant mathematician and professor at Louisiana State University. Stay tuned as we explore both the triumphs and trials of her career and her immense impression upon the rise of women in math. I'm Mukta. I'm Kira. I'm Anika. And I'm Savannah. Okay, so we all know what the 70s were like in America. They ushered in the tail end of a decade of vibrant counterculture, whose ideologies would transcend the barriers of nations. From Haight and Ashbury Street to Woodstock, gone was the cookie-cutter consumerist American. Freedom of mind and spirit became a westernized mentality that ultimately trickled into some Eastern values. But few Americans recognized the social changes that overtook other parts of the world. The 70s in China were filled with numerous cultural shifts, they brought about an era of cultural revolution and economic reform, not to mention a visit from President Nixon in 1972, bringing the focus of the immense and populous nation of China to opportunity and education. Following China's new opening up policy of 1979, industry flooded into the nation. Factories began to replace farms and more and more individuals received a collegial education. A renewed nation, centered around the hopes of industry, led to the technological development of many villages and rural communities. Despite the malleability of culture at the time, one rigid societal norm persisted and would later become legal and more extreme. Common societal norms dictated that each family refrain from having more than two children in order to stabilize the population and possibly set it upon a gradual decline. With this restriction upon youth, Ruth I. Mishler Memorial Prize winner Ling Long was born. The eldest of two siblings, Ling was raised in a relaxed environment by parents who rarely ever prevented her from conquering her curiosities. She thrived within her home and learning quickly became one of her favorite pastimes. Her thirst for knowledge propelled her into the world of mathematics, a field typically dominated by men. Long was enthralled with her studies of mathematics, computer science, and engineering at Tsinghua University and later graduated in 1997. Ling Long would later go on to receive her PhD and teach at schools such as Iowa State University and Louisiana State University. Ling's brilliant and downright complicated research on number theory and its applications displays nothing short of ambition and intelligence. With a PhD hailing from Pennsylvania State University, Long's work and classes are not for the faint of heart and will most likely cause you to question everything you thought you knew about math. Nonetheless, her curiosity is apparent and her creativity is explicit. Long, currently a professor at Louisiana State University, is now married and has two daughters who, unlike her, are more likely to become musicians rather than mathematicians. When Ling was growing up, her parents were very busy, so they didn't push her towards certain careers. She was the older child, so she had more trust from her parents, freedom, and responsibility, and her strong personality and creativity drew her to math. There was certainly a stigma associated with women working in math. When we got to the age of maybe 12 and 13, the impression was that the, when you move on, then the, uh, I mean, the girls 
would be losing their abilities in science and mathematics. But somehow, I guess my personality is I didn't pay too much attention to what other people said. Ling ignored the haters and continued working to pursue her dream. When Ling was in graduate school getting her PhD, she was influenced a lot by her supervisor, Wen Ching Winnie Lee. Winnie was older than Ling, so she became a great role model and mentor. Whenever Ling was struggling, she would look to Winnie for help. It's always the impression I got is I can, I can do it because she has already done the past. So that it's pretty positive in many aspects. It's really important to have a female role model to look up to who can help you accomplish your dreams, whether she's your mom or your best friend. Winnie also helped Ling later in life when she was struggling with imposter syndrome and self-doubt. Imposter syndrome is the feeling that you're not good enough, that you're a fraud. Often, people who suffer from this feel like their achievements were all a fluke or they arrived in a high position by mistake. This is common in women and minorities because these groups are often told they are incapable of performing at the same level as their male or majority peers. Have you ever felt this way? Yeah, I've experienced it in ballet auditions. I recently auditioned for a prestigious summer program that I doubted I'd get into because I'd never auditioned for such a selective program before. However, my teachers said they were confident in my abilities, even if I wasn't, and they encouraged me to try. So, even though you weren't confident in your abilities, others believed in you. Exactly. Sometimes, we're more hard on ourselves than our mentors are. While it's good to focus on what you need to work on, sometimes doing that too much can lower your self-confidence. That's exactly what happened to me. At the audition, I felt that I was one of the worst dancers there. I focused on how good everyone else was and forgot my own unique strengths. I was sure that I wouldn't get in, but a few weeks later, I got an email letting me know that I'd been chosen. When I found out, I thought, if they took me, they must have accepted everyone who auditioned. That wasn't true though. I remembered how confident my teachers had been in me before the audition, and I realized I was deserving of the spot. I think it's important to remember what you do well, instead of just focusing on what you need to work on. Great advice. A few months ago, I participated in a camp where we designed an experiment to send into space. My team was made up completely of younger girls, and most of the teams were older. We had a really hard time coming up with our experiment, but our end result was really good, even though we didn't realize it. We all felt inferior and were really doubtful that we would win. We thought this group of boys was going to win. Why did you think they would win? They were really self-confident and acted smart and seemed sure that they would win. We thought they would win too even after learning about their experiment, which we later realized was much less interesting and original than ours. The judges seemed to think so too, because my team and I won. We were so surprised. Because of my imposter syndrome, we weren't confident in ourselves and thought that we definitely had the worst experiment. I've also definitely experienced imposter syndrome, but in my case, instead of at a camp, I felt this at work. I programmed different applets that showcase various science and math topics useful to elementary and middle school students in JavaScript. Are you the only girl? No, actually. The company does a real good job by hiring people from both genders and various different ethnicities. But sometimes, I still do feel that I'm not qualified enough and don't have the experience in JavaScript. I have to sort of internally assure myself that I do have the qualities necessary as I was hired for a reason. It also helps when I realize that I'm not the only one confused on how to program the applet 
to follow certain criteria. Also, sometimes people act as though they aren't really confused, but when asked to explain how this works, they usually end up just as confused when prompted with the right questions. I feel that you shouldn't really doubt yourself because most of the time you understand the material just as well as everyone else. For women of minorities, I think that imposter syndrome can creep its way into most aspects of our life. As an African-American young woman, I know that I will have to work harder than my white counterparts to gain similar recognition. I think that this belief has had a hand in me becoming a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist too. I think that perfectionism is one of the hardest obstacles to overcome, but it's so important to do that. If you're afraid of failure, you never take risks and you never find out how great you can be. Right, and even though I'm high achieving, when I falter slightly, I still feel as if I'm not smart enough or as smart as others say I am. Take calculus class. On my first quiz, I got an 88 and I already felt defeated by the class even though I was just two points away from an A. Ling experienced imposter syndrome during her lifetime, especially because she works in a professional field with very few women. She was worried that she didn't have the massive amount of creativity needed to work on math and was doubtful of her ability to harness that creativity in her work. Winnie helped assure Ling that she was very qualified for her position and encouraged her to keep working hard. And thanks to Winnie, Ling became convinced that she could be as good as any man. Ling was also able to overcome this self-doubt by learning more about herself and understanding her limits. Once she pushed past the initial self-doubt and overcame the struggles of being a woman minority in math, she was able to contribute so much to the field of number theory. Number theory is the study of integers and their properties. It's often considered the oldest and most pure branch of math, having been around since the time of the Greeks. In modern number theory, algebra, geometry, and analysis are combined to relate different aspects of elliptic curves. When we asked her about her work, Ling said that this is one of the aspects of number theory that intrigues her the most. So in modern number theory, it's uh, pretty cool that different tools, such as what I mentioned, geometry, uh, algebra, and analysis, they are combined together to give a fuller understanding of the corresponding problem. And so for elliptic curve case, it's really a um, typical example. If you put all the perspectives all together, you understand the model weight group, you understand the motivation for the so-called Birch and entire conjecture relating different aspects of elliptic curves all together. So that's actually a huge motivation for me to continue to do research in number theory because it's not isolated, but it is actually uh, so many interesting aspects. If you put them together, you can solve questions, maybe from a different angle. So that's the most appealing part to me. <laughs> Ling's work in number theory is very impactful in cryptography and cybersecurity. She described this importance in our interview. Actually, as a matter of fact, in modern um, information technology, number theory is more or less the backbone of providing security for many different uh, technologies. As we were speaking to Ling, it was clear from her enthusiasm that she has a special passion for her work. With this incredible passion and the way she has furthered understanding of her field, it's no wonder that she was awarded the Ruth I. Mishler Memorial Prize for her work. 
This prize is awarded by the Association of Women in Mathematics to a woman recently promoted to a position of Associate Professor in Mathematics Sciences. This prize also awards the recipient $47,000 to spend a semester in the Cornell University Mathematics Department conducting research. During her semester, Lang worked on Galois representations attached to non-congruent modular forms, a topic that is closely linked to algebraic geometry and elliptic curves. However, she's not only made an impact with her research, but also in her role as a professor. Interestingly enough, Ling Wong actually didn't want to be a teacher and wasn't really sure on how impactful she would be. However, due to her field in academics, it was part of the curriculum. Luckily enough, Ling Wong loved being a teacher, especially with the communication between herself and her own students. Her biggest reward is that moment when she notices her students clicking on what she is saying and finally understanding the topic. Her impact on her students is what Ling would consider a huge part of her legacy. Not only a teacher, Ling Wong is also an excellent researcher, making various improvements information-wise to the fields Kira mentioned before. As a winner of the Mitchler Prize, Ling Long considers her two biggest accomplishments in her field of research to be understanding the structures of finite intercepts and modular forms better, and with experience, gaining more ways to tackle research and problems to find an acceptable answer. Ling Long encourages other girls to take a career in math, especially due to its flexibility and summer breaks. Another great part of the mathematics field is that it requires creativity, which is what really surprised me. When I consider math, I think more of a rigid structure. As in math, there is usually only one right answer. However, Ling Long stated, One of the most appealing parts is a creative career that uh, you are presented with questions or you are finding your uh, questions of your own interest. Which can include many different perspectives. Different perspectives add to an idea of creativity, as different mathematicians come up with different methods to find an answer. Ling Wong is not only a recognized mathematician, but it's a strong role model for girls interested in pursuing a career in math. Ling Long has taught us so much about what it means to be a woman in math, creative, headstrong, and confident. With her determination, she didn't and still doesn't let anyone stop her from pursuing what she loves, and she works so hard to succeed at it as well. Once she puts her mind to something, you can be sure that she will follow through. That's so true. I also learned from her how to never doubt yourself and to always keep trying to achieve a plausible answer. She uses different perspectives and easily works with other people to come to a conclusion. Yeah, she has such a positive personality and attitude and was such a joy to talk to. I hope I can adopt her positive outlook on life. Me too. She's the person others would aspire to be because she doesn't let anyone keep her from achieving her goals, making her a great role model. I totally agree. I love how Ling Long is so confident in what she loves. She has such an enthusiasm for her work, and when she decides she wants to pursue something, she doesn't let anything stop her. Even if I don't end up studying math when I'm older, I hope that I will live with the same happiness and confidence as Ling does. Right? She is just such a strong role model for young women in any STEM field. She promotes happiness and fulfillment in life above all, regardless of career. And she recognizes that math is not only technical, it is creative and fluid. I hope that one day I can adopt her philosophy in my life and put my own opinions above the voices of others. We could all learn a thing or two from Ling's legacy. Stand by your successes. Thanks for listening.
Puzzles are smart. Every equation you do is a form of art. It's time to get together. To fly a rocket, build a house, and control the weather with math. 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 Yes. Who here likes math is not a man. You could be a female mathematician.